The following program was paid for by the Bianchi Law Group, LLC. The views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WMTR. As always, it is advisable to consult a professional before making a major decision. Robert A. Bianchi Esquire and David J. Bruno Esquire are New Jersey Supreme Court Certified Criminal Trial Attorneys of the Bianchi Law Group, LLC. Handling criminal defense, domestic violence, and municipal court cases with a team of former prosecutors who fight the government when they charge their clients with crimes. 8 Campus Drive, Suite 105, Parsippany, New Jersey, 07054, 862-210-8570. So you've come here for the truth. Well, we've got the truth and nothing but the truth. Two of New Jersey's well-known former prosecutors bring you real-life encounters and candid conversations from thought-provoking guests ranging from all walks of life. Here you will find how today's thought leaders in their industries faced immense challenges and adversities with captivating stories ending in personal triumph and ultimate success. Come here for the truth and to know your most important rights, the right to live a fulfilled life, and your right to be your own success. Here are your hosts, Robert A. Bianchi and David J. Bruno. Welcome to Nothing But The Truth on WMTR. I'm your host, David Bruno, and... And we have a great conversation today. We've done something a little bit different uh, today. And, and earlier this week on June 22nd of 2022 was Bob Bianchi's 15-year anniversary of being sworn in as the Morris County Prosecutor. And it's, it's really an important day for the Bianchi Law Group and Bob. Um, you being sworn in by uh, the late Judge Falcone and your father, Angelo Bianchi, Buddy Bianchi. Mm. You know, being right there holding the Bible, and I know how important of a day that is, right? And I just want to, before I ask you a question, I, I want to quote Steve Jobs, who said, you can't connect the dots looking forward. Jobs said that you can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut. Destiny, life, karma, whatever. And I know that there are many dots that contribute to this photograph right here. Yeah. Right? And I, I want to ask you about the first dot. I think that's relevant to the conversation. And that is your five year old birthday. Looking back, why is that a memorable day for you? It's uh, is as vivid in my memory as seeing you right now and in two minutes from now remembering you. Um, it was my fifth birthday, and my father was the head of homicide in the Essex County Prosecutor's Office, and he borrowed the, the prosecutor's car, Brendan Byrne, his idol. And he did it because he wanted to give me like a little, you know, he's going to give me a ride in the car and put the siren on and the, and the lights. And we went to get, he said, what do you want to get? And I said, a Mountain Dew. It's such an odd thing, right? The, the simplicity of a child. And I asked him if he would put the siren on as we were on the way to get the Mountain Dew, and I loved it. And they had a phone at the time, Dave. I don't even know how this technology worked, but there was literally a phone. Like, you pick it up like the old phones, and it went through some dispatch system. And I spoke to my mother. I'm like, I'm on the phone, Mom. And, and anyway, hung up after uh, she you know, said, that's great. And I asked my father, I said, how can I get a car like this when I get older? And true as to this day, we say it in the family all the time, he said, someday, you're not going to have to borrow this car like I had to. You will be the county prosecutor. This will be your car. Wow. And that's really, honestly, I can say 
from that point forward in my life, uh, my father, who later became a defense attorney, um, always was putting me in reading trial transcripts and, you know, from a very young age and kind of cultivated me. There was no, like, being this, that, or the other when I was a kid. It was to be a lawyer and, in particular, to get the prosecutor's job. Sure, I think that's an important part of the story is that Angelo Bianchi, Buddy Bianchi, was the first homicide prosecutor, right, in Essex County. Yeah. And uh, for everybody that knows Angelo, I mean, one of the best trial attorneys that have ever stepped foot in the New Jersey courts. He was a prosecutor, the assistant prosecutor in Essex, and then also was in uh, head of banking uh, under Byrne. And what a, what a tremendous mentor that I know him to be for you. And it starts at age five, but is that where the desire to become the prosecutor starts? And I'm sure it doesn't end. How, does it, how do you move forward from there with this desire to be the county prosecutor? Yeah, I mean, like it wasn't something that was like always told, but you plant that in a five-year-old's mind, you know, and that starts it. And, you know, like when I progressed through college and went to law school, my father was always like, if you are interested in that prosecutor's job, here's the path you have to take. And I don't know if it's still the path that you have to take, but the path that he set out for me was be the best trial lawyer you could be. Go to a prosecutor's office, do a good job, be a solid trial lawyer. But also, after that experience, he told me, get out of the prosecutor's office, become a defense lawyer, know that end of the, you know, the spectrum. So this way you'll have great you know, uh, experience on both sides of the aisle and then do some civil rights police practices work. So you have kind of like the three trick, you know, three trick uh, play there. Yeah, and so I came into looking for the position at that point in time, and it, you know I was in Essex County at the time, so the likelihood of me politically getting appointed as the county prosecutor was virtually zero. And literally, Dave, this is a story that everybody was fascinated. Like, how did you do it? And because there's only 21 county prosecutors, yep. and it's very, very hard to get. A lot of people want the job. And honestly, it's kind of like what we did on the radio show today with one of our guests. It was when I let go of the dream. I felt that I was very qualified, and I felt politically I would not be seen because of uh, my background and who I was. I wasn't the right demographic that they were looking for. And no matter how much I tried to demonstrate throughout the state that here are my credentials, whatever, I was very disappointed that I was seeing appointments being made by the governor's office that didn't have the same caliber of quality. So I, I realized that, look, you know, I did my best, and that's what we talked about on the show today. Yeah. Um, and it's not for me. And it gave me the the liberty to start looking for homes anywhere I wanted in the state. And I went to Morris County and that was just a chance thing that happened with regard to how I wound up in Morris County. And the minute we looked at the house, the first house we looked at, we're after looking for two years, we're like, that's the one we want. And I remember driving up uh, 80 talking to my father on the phone saying, I just uh, signed the paperwork for a house in Morris County. He said, you know, you're dead politically. You know that, right? Mm. You're going into a, I'm a Democrat. You're going into a Republican, you know, bastion and that's it for you. And so, you know, I had no intention. That was my severing of the dream when I moved to Morris County, ironically. Sure. I mean, look, I mean, your experience and getting back to those dots, it made you the best prosecutor you could be. Mm -hmm. Started out Hudson County as an assistant prosecutor and then left Hudson County and you were Bianchi and Bianchi with, with your father, right? And it wasn't easy to get that appointment. And for those that don't know this, uh, there are 21 counties in the state of New Jersey. Each county has a head county prosecutor that's appointed by the governor. It's an appointment. There are some states out there that are elected officials, mm -hmm. but here in New Jersey, you have to be appointed. So you have to have the experience 
right? Actually, with an asterisk. Hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully, those are the best that have the experience, but more so, you need to have the relationships because of the appointment. And you were appointed by Governor Corzine mm-hmm. to be the Morris County Prosecutor. But was that the first time that there was a discussion of Bob Bianchi being a county prosecutor when Governor Corzine appointed you? You know, it, what happened was actually my mom was dying at the time and we were at the hospital, you know, 24-7, my family. And Governor Corzine had gotten um, elected and was in office and I got a call to a- apply for the Attorney General's job. Mm. Which I told my father, I said, I just got a call from the governor. And we didn't have a relationship really with, I mean, I met the governor. He was a senator at the time. Didn't have like this massive relationship or anything like that. So I, f- I found it to be odd. And my father found it to be odd too. But when the governor asked you to come down and interview, you go down and you interview. Sure. And um, <clears throat> ultimately that, that, that did not come to pass. But, you know, he said somewhere down the road, I'd like you in my administration. And that was it. Mm. And I had no idea that the county prosecutor of Morris County term was coming to an end. At around 2005 or six, you know, in that time period. Sure. And it was at that time that we said, wow, wait a minute, there's an opening here. The governor's in, in office. I got vetted by the attorney general's job. So maybe we should make an application or, or try an application, try to reach out to see whether or not we can get um, into the prosecutor's job. But it, it, it still was like a pipe dream. I'd only just recently moved up here. Um, there were many qualified people for the job. And uh, certainly, our quali- you know, one, one thing I loved about uh, my competition that I had for that job is that every single one of them was extremely experienced. Yeah. I went against a really good crew of people. Sure. And at that point, it became kind of, like a political thing. Who's, who are they going to pick? To this day, I couldn't even tell you why we got picked, but we did. Yeah. So, Bob, up until the point where there was some uncertainty mm-hmm. about the appointment, right? And, and the senator was blocking, and there came a point in time where you learned, you got the call that the block was going to be lifted and you were going to be the Morris County prosecutor. Can you yeah. talk to me about that? You know, it's funny. You're, you're talking about this, about like uh, it, it was a difficult path. You have those dreams where you're trying to run away from something or run to something and you can't. You're, you're in slow motion. It's like this thing where you're right there at the finish line. You just got that one piece to go after all these years. Uh, so it was a very, very tense time. Mm. And... Um, you know, I got the call, like I said before, and it called my father. Well, actually called my friends, but asked my father. The call to my father was, can you come to the house? I got to talk to you about something. He's like, what do you got to talk to me about? I said, just, Dad, do me a favor. Just come to the house. And somewhere in my house right now, I had a video camera set up that I had rolling. And I said, you know, I got something I got to talk to you about this prosecutor thing. And he's tense because it was tense for months. Sure. Me was tense for decades, you know. And he's like, what? I said, I just got a call by the governor's council. They made their decision, something to this effect. And he's like, and? I said, I'm going to be the next Morris County prosecutor. I've n- I don't think I've ever seen my father so elated, uh, so, like, overwhelmed with emotion. And I have to point out that not only was my father my mentor, my idol, the person that taught me, I mean, driving everywhere we went, talking about trials, I mean, it's imbued in me, you know, my DNA. Um, but I was leaving my father. That meant by definition that I was leaving him. And he wanted his son there and his, you know, in those years or what have you. So he sacrificed, you know, all of that and was so happy about the move. So I, you know, um, it was just a really, I could see it right now. And I got to find that video one day because it was really intense. And I started on the defense side, lucky for me. 
You become the Morris County prosecutor. We link up. And then the rest is history as far as what we're doing now. Partners at the Bianchi Law Group. We talk about those dots. I mean, I know you like the dots. I mean, the which is interesting because my mother's name was Dot, there you <laughs> so go. Uh, who who gave me a lot of spirituality and and centeredness uh, and humility. That's where that comes from in my family. But um, yeah, I mean, look at your life. Had that turn not occurred, you would not have impressed Rob Lane, yeah. who is now deceased, who asked me, "Do you mind if I take this young kid, Bruno?" And have him try some homicide cases with me, which you did. And that led to you becoming a New Jersey Supreme Court. That led me being impressed to take you when I tried my homicide case. Yeah. Uh, then you became a New Jersey Supreme Court certified criminal trial lawyer, which is only like 250 out of 98,000 lawyers because you had that experience. And if you had not taken that path in the prosecutor's office, uh, certainly we wouldn't be here at the Bianchi Law Group. Certainly you would probably not have been a certified criminal trial lawyer, in my opinion. You wouldn't have had that level of experience. Uh, so it's just a little networking, two people and a little smarts and your trajectory of your life went into a different direction. Without a doubt. And now we're here looking back. I mean, looking back at the dots, looking back at the experience, um, doing great things here. Yeah. So let's keep going, baby. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) So you do get picked, you get nominated by the, the governor, Governor Corzine. And obviously, you had that desire, right? It starts at age five, and I'm sure you wanted to be throughout. I mean, how'd that feel? When you got that call and you've been told that you've been appointed to be the Morris County prosecutor, what goes through your mind and heart? So I got called by the governor's council, and I was on Route 10. I'll never forget it. And I, I was in disbelief because it had seemed at that point in time that I was out. Now, there's, there's this road you go down, trust me, and I've listened to so many people have gotten the prize. You're in, you're out, you're up, you're down, there's a new name, there's, and it was just really dark. Um, and I got the call and it said that uh, we've chosen to select the select was the prosecutor. I was in complete disbelief. I, um, you know, called my father, obviously, and he was excited and a, and a couple of friends. But um, very quickly, uh, it became evident that in order to get the job for real. It's not just a nomination. You have to get approval by the New Jersey Senate. Right. And, um, you know, politics being the way it is, and I have a very good relationship with the, the senator from Morris County, but he was blocking me. Yeah. In other words, which meant that the governor says yes, but I wasn't able to get through the second part of that, and that was with the, the senator in Morris County. So that was really difficult for me because I had a law practice where a lot of clients are like, oh, you're leaving and new clients weren't coming in and I wasn't getting referrals from people because they thought I was going to be the prosecutor. But I'm like, no, wait, I'm in this like legal limbo here, limbo. this legal hell uh, where I, I, I may get it, but I may not get it. And many, many, uh, many a man and woman have gone through this, uh, becoming judges and prosecutors in this state. Sure. And um, so you were confirmed by the Senate? Well, yeah, no, eventually. And I give the senator a lot of credit. Senator, senator Bucco, you yep. know, and, and, uh, and, and his son are, you know, his good, good, good friends. And we had a very good relationship. And I understood the reasons why he was doing it. What I really appreciated about it was I asked him, Senator, could you at least leave the door open? You know, I remember having this conversation with him at a diner. And he said, I'll leave it a little bit open. I said, just if you give me a crack, you know, and he, he kind of laughed. He was a good guy. Uh, you know, he has his political things. And, and then uh, eventually, two months later, uh, he uh, consented to the nomination and then i wound up getting the, the full approval of the senate you know they tell you dave um you know you don't have to go down when the senate is voting 
Uh, it's a kind of pro forma thing. Once a judiciary committee has you out of committee, you're, you're going to get, I'm like, no, 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 no. I, not after all this from five years, I'm going to be down there. And Senator Bucco actually introduced me as his Morris County prosecutor, Bob Bianchi. It was a very touching moment. Ah, what a story. Yeah. You know, that, that term is a, is a five-year term. And, and you, uh, the head cop, lead, head cop in, in Morris County, as the Morris County prosecutor, I was lucky enough to be an assistant. And, and really, from my experience, I started off as a defense attorney as well. I come into the Morris County Prosecutor's Office, and I have the opportunity to learn from Bob. And, and, and those experiences that Bob brought to that position really made the office what it was. All right, we're going to break for now. This is Nothing But The Truth on WMTR, and we'll see you on the other side. Bianchi Law Group, our team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys specialize in criminal defense and domestic violence cases. When you need a law firm with courage, compassion, and the commitment to fight for you, call the Bianchi Law Group today. All right, so Bob, law partner, former Morris County prosecutor. I was lucky as being an assistant prosecutor in the Morris County Prosecutor's Office, having that guidance and, and having the leader, real leader in the spot with criminal trial experience. Yeah. So in that position, Bob, what was it like? I mean, what, looking back now, what is that term like being the top cop in the county? Yeah, so, you know, they don't give you a manual. It's kind of like a baby. They don't, you know, there's nothing really to train you on it. You can read things about it, but you have to experience it. Uh, I was very confident in my skill set, um, you know, that I had those skills, and I knew we would figure it out. It's about getting the right team. But you got to remember, you're going into a place where everybody's been there for 10, 15, 20 years, and you're coming in as the new guy who'll be out in five or 10, you know, five years in Morris County typically, um, and your term is up, and then a new guy comes in. So they're used to kind of navigating the transition. Um, it was a great, like right from the beginning, I loved it. I mean, you know that. From the day I had it to the day I left, I was working 16 plus hour jobs. There was such an opportunity to be able to get out into the community, doing community affairs related things, which, you know, bullying stuff and, and all the contacts and connections we made, which was not fashionable back in 2007. And now people are like, this is the thing to do. I'm like, dude, we were doing that. We were doing police practices reform based on my civil rights experience. The attorney general <clears throat> had me help rewrite the attorney. We worked internal affairs you know this dave uh with the police and we worked very well with them i was in charge of all the police agencies 39 of them and they took it when you when they realized that we weren't doing this to hurt them but to make sure that they did things correctly and they did things so that they wouldn't become god forbid defendants in cases or they bought onto it and so th there is a little bit that i all love the trial stuff you know i loved i was always sure. in the courtroom to the chagrin maybe of some of the assistant prosecutors and and trying that case um i like when i tried the case with you that murder case yeah. And one of the only ones to try one in decades, I guess it's been. Uh, it was it was for a reason that I didn't want to be in the cheap seats telling people, you know, what to do all the time. That I want to show them that I was willing to get up and go into that courtroom with everyone burning, if you will, like a laser beam, everything I was doing with the risk of losing, which for the head of the agency was a lot different than maybe everybody else. Politically, my team didn't want me to do it. But it was like we talk about on that radio on our radio show, nothing but the truth. I refused to live my life looking back on my deathbed saying I didn't try that case and that I didn't get in the courtroom try that murder case I would never have forgiven myself for that and what an experience we walked away from facing and confronting the fear that came along with that without a doubt I, I remember getting the call when Father Hines was killed 
um, walking into Judge Manahan's for warrants and av- getting affidavits and stuff. And we were part of that together. It, it, I remember the press conference in the parking lot uh, of, the, of the church and the rectory. And it's one thing to be a part of an investigation. It's a whole nother arena to walk into a courtroom and try that case. Right. Especially as a county prosecutor, it's unheard of. Right. It really is. There's risk involved, political risk, uh, the public perception. It, it was national news at the time mm-hmm. as well. I mean, so what went into that decision? And I know that you, don't reg- you look back and it would have been a regret not to. Mm. But at the time, what goes through the head prosecutor's mind to say, I'm going to walk into court and try a case? I knew when I went in there that that was something I wanted to do. I, I wanted it to be the right case. Um, I thought there were some interesting legal issues that I anticipated would be brought up during the trial that, in fact, were that we would have to navigate. I won't lie to you. The faith-based piece to it meant something to me as a devout Catholic. Sure. Um, and and, and, sec- and thirdly, I wanted to make sure that my staff knew that I'm not going to just talk the talk. I'm going to walk the walk. I think it's incredibly important that, um, as the county prosecutor, that I be out at the crime scenes, that I be giving my suggestions. Me and you on more than that case have been involved in investigations where we were listening to statements being taken and we were guiding the detectives in terms of sure. certain things that we needed because they were defenses. Because cops are cops and they do a very good job. But they don't know what's going on necessarily in the courtroom. And that's where working together as lawyers and, and cops, you have a force multiplier. That's in my wheelbase. So I was able to lead by example. And that was very important to me to try that case. No, I know. And I, and I know a lot of the chiefs appreciated that as well. Mm. Um, the prosecutor being out at the scenes because that's that's a tough dynamic. Yeah, I mean, when the prosecutor's off, when there's a death or a major crimes investigation or sex crimes investigation or whatever the squad is that responds out as county prosecutors, you're dealing with local detectives and the local squad and chiefs. And I know um, all of the chiefs that I've spoken to have really appreciated the leadership of you and your experience going to the scenes and things like that. How was that actually? going to the scenes and working with law enforcement. Well, the first, the first point, Dave, that's a really good point, because in, and this is another instructional point, sometimes you got to make sure people play well in the sandbox, they say, mm-hmm. and there can be departmental arguments and disagreements that occur. Uh, this is another thing that, it's, it's amazing to me, when we talk about criminal justice reform, it just maddens me. I'm like, people have done it. Again, if it's experienced people that have this background of, prosecution, defense, police practices work. There are people that really know how to balance these interests that society seems to be so difficult and politicians find it so difficult to be able to strike. But the bottom line is, um, I went the first two weeks, three weeks of my administration by myself, which they found very odd, the chiefs, and drove to every single police agency in Morris County, 39 of them, and met with them, the chief, and their staff. And the reason was our office had a very bad relationship with the local police departments, and I knew I needed to build that relationship. Now, you have to understand the dynamic going on here. I'm a Democrat, I'm a defense attorney at the time, in Morris County, and there was probably, and there was a police practices expert that used to sue police departments for, you know, violations of malicious prosecution, false arrest, etc. So they probably weren't all too comfortable with who I was with my background. But when they realized that I was there to help them make law enforcement better, at least by my estimation, and explain to them on an individual 
department by department basis. I remember almost passing out one time because I was seeing so many departments in a given day. I was literally exhausted, but it was great. They let it all out, everything they thought about the office. I gave them the vision. And then I had, a, again, I had to walk the walk. When we were at the crime scenes, I needed to be there, not as an overseer, but as a colleague. And sure. that was the problem, I think, with the previous administration, respectfully, was that it was more like, you'll do as I order you to. Now, ultimately, they know they got to do what we tell them to do. Uh, but there's a way of saying. And I think there was also a mutual respect that went back and forth, that they respected what it was I was trying to do. And they knew that I had really done it in the real world. Fight. <laughs> right? I mean, 15 years from the swearing in as the Morse County prosecutor. And look at us now. Yeah. Right. This is the Bianchi Law Group. Um, we have attorney number six starting on July 1. We have these ventures that we're, we're going to be expanding. Yeah. New office we're yeah. going to be moving into. We're, we are, guys, we are literally developing a new studio that we are so excited about. Right. And, and so many experiences. But looking back, Bob, 15 years from the day we have up at the screen, um, what, what are the main takeaways? What, what are the highlights? What, what, what comes to your mind when you look at this picture? I look at this picture and see something that probably shouldn't have happened if I didn't stick with it, if I didn't deal with the years of toil, not only to, I would always would have gotten the skill set. That was always there. Uh, but politically, to get to that place where Judge Falcone, may I add, who is a, was a mentor of mine as a young person, was a Morris County judge at the time, God bless his soul, and to have my father and Judge Falcone standing there after all the politics and all the ins and outs and the blocking and the whatever, um, the takeaway from it is that never let up on your dream. I mean, I did leave, and sometimes you have to, maybe you may not get it, you may not achieve it, but at least fight for it. Mm. And um, I, I kind of look at it like God said, when you give up what it is that you desire, I'll give it to you. I know that sounds, you know, people say it's hokey, and uh, what a coincidence. You moved to Morris County, became the prosecutor. I don't look at it like a coincidence. I, I look at it as a, 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 great, uh, a great day, and, and it, it informed the rest of my life. So I'm very uh, proud that I had such a team behind me to get there and a team like you and the others that uh, made that administration a success. It's like Steve Jobs said. Can't connect the dots looking forward. You could only connect them looking backward. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. Luck, uh, happenstance. Yeah. We talk about this all the time. You make the right relationships with people. You do honorable, decent things. You don't strike foul blows, you strike hard, but fair blows with you know, people. I mean, you're a lawyer. You got to get in. You got to mix it up. Yeah. Um, you do things in an honest way, a decent way. Um, you may not win something like that um, because there is an element of luck. And, and you need an incredible amount of humility in that position. You had a power over people's lives. And this was something that was very real to me. Uh, and having been a defense attorney was very important. And I would, every day before sentencing day on Fridays, be in church before that kneeling praying that we as prosecutors got it right, that our, my assistant prosecutors weren't lazy, that they had looked at the file, that they had looked at the mitigating circumstances for the defendant, that mm. they had looked at justice for the victim, 
that they balanced these things out and just didn't throw numbers against the wall because justice and coming to the conclusion of what justice is is very sticky and very uh, people one person's sense of justice can be different from another sense of justice um but i recognize the power of the position so i didn't go around like i'm the powerful bob bianchi prosecutor in morris county i actually tried to stay away from i was always in the back i didn't want to you know sometimes you get pushed forward because you're that person uh but you know that is a very very important thing i know that i got there out of sheer luck and a lot of people that helped me out and being in the right place at the right time i had no delusions that i quote unquote was owed it or earned it sure and, and what i'm hearing too these these values that you had as the morse county prosecutor are essentially what our core values are at the bianchi law group as mm -hmm. well courage compassion and commitment right what a shock and here we are <laughs> here we are and here by the way are. i brought you a token these are, and I want to think that the prosecutor after me, Fred Knapp, uh, gave me my, my retired Morris County Prosecutor's Office credentials. I'd open that up and show you the badge and the ID, David, but I don't, you know, don't want to get you overwhelmed. <laughs> now, you know, it's, uh, it was really great that they gave us this. It is, and, and that experience, and, and the five-year-old Bob Bianchi in the prosecutor's car. He's still in here. Yep. And the phone call from governor's counsel. And the swearing in as the Morse County prosecutor and everything that we went through as in the Morse County prosecutor's office brings us to today. And really, are you excited about what we are putting together here or what? What we're doing is, is look, it, it's crazy. It's off the hook. It's different. I'm so proud of the operations that we put together yeah. for our clients. Yep. And I'm proud that not only do we do that as a philosophy, but we're pretty, pretty uh, hardcore in terms of making sure we fight for our clients. That's, that, that fight's always been in my dad. It's always been in me. It's in you. Without a doubt. And bringing in former prosecutors, too, that have cut their teeth on the state side, mm. building this group, building this team of former prosecutors. And we say it all the time. We have this morning huddle where we have different experience levels from different parts with different uh, experiences and feedback, all participating in discussions about our clients' cases, mm. you know, and led by Bob Bianchi, former head county prosecutor. And I know that when we talk about looking forward, looking back, looking at those dots, I guess the screen, the, what's on this screen right here is probably one of the most important dots that we have here at the Bianchi Law Group moving forward is because the experiences that we had in that office with you as the Morris County Prosecutor really positions us to help people mm. on the defense side, help more people as we expand and scale, right? We're having a good time doing it too. Absolutely. Yeah, it takes two sides to, to have justice. It takes two sides. Um, I, I say to most prosecutors that if you ever had an opportunity I, for a career prosecutor to sit and listen to a couple of things that a defense, if they could be on the other side, in other words, you'd have a different perspective when you were prosecuting cases. And that's the strength that I think I brought to the job because I had that other side. Uh, but, you know, many of our clients were blessed to have them as clients to help them out and to make sure that they get a fair shot. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. So congratulations. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> absolutely. All right. I hope you guys enjoy the interview with Bob Bianchi. And uh, we'll see you next week with another guest on Nothing But The Truth.